This is the World Industrial News for Tuesday, December 27th, brought to you by Industrial Info Resources of Sugarland, Texas. This newscast is sponsored by Aviva. Listen to part two of their podcast, How to Leverage the U.S. Infrastructure Bill to Modernize the U.S. Power Grid. Well, the, the reason I broke it down into three reasons is that the grid's a very complex thing. It's, it's all connected together. So a uh, earthquake in Southern California can cause a power plant in Utah to, to die. So I wanted to break it down into really simple what we have to do. Resiliency means we have to be able to withstand very large nonlinear events. Those today are primarily the weather. They could be wildfires, earthquakes, hurricanes, tornadoes, fires, could be any of those. Resiliency is the term used in the industry that says we need to operate as best we can through these large nonlinear events. The second thing is we have to be able to get the power from where it's generated to where it is used. Most of the ideas behind sustainability is we're going to use more renewable power. The renewable power is primarily, in this country, solar and wind. The great resources for solar and wind don't happen to be in the cities. So somehow we have to get that power from places like Western Kansas to Seattle. The third thing is that we simply can't operate the way we always have. In the past, a lot of the stability comes from over-design. But in the new world, we have limited resources and we have to use a bare minimum of those. The most powerful tool we have available is new technology. And that's why I broke it down into basically three different buckets. Perfect. Thank you, Pat. That definitely lays a foundation for this discussion, and it opens the door for for many questions, I'm sure. Mona, can you talk to us about the infrastructure bill, the breakdown, you know, what it contains, what it means for utilities throughout the U.S.? Absolutely, Megan. Um, And before I do so, I'd love to take a moment and step back and just appreciate this historic moment in time. Uh, The last time we had an infrastructure bill of this magnitude was likely under FDR, the New Deal. And so we are looking at $1.2 trillion in total spending. That's $550 billion in new spending, new spending that addresses many of the issues that that Pat just outlined. Um, And when we're thinking about infrastructure, the definition of infrastructure has expanded greatly in our time. What used to just mean roads, bridges, highways. And now this infrastructure bill encompasses transportation, transit, energy, water sectors, uh, the utility uh, grid, and also thinking about environmental uh, environmental elements um, that are part of our uh, overall national infrastructure. To hear the full podcast, search for IIR's Industry Today podcast on your favorite podcast provider. 
Wisconsin-based WEC Energy Group Incorporated has boosted by $2.4 billion its planned five-year capital spending program, largely to accelerate decarbonizing its electricity supply. The company now aims to invest about $20.1 billion over the 2023 to 2027 period. That's up from $17.7 billion it planned to spend over the 2022 to 2026 period. Freeport LNG has delayed the restart of its liquefied natural gas plant on the Texas Gulf Coast to the second half of January, pending regulatory approval, the company said on Friday. The plant shut down in June due to an explosion and fire, and this marks at least the fourth delay since then. Germany's second floating storage and regasification unit for the storage and processing of liquefied natural gas has arrived at the northeastern port of Lubmin. And India's government has given details of plans to commission 21 new nuclear reactors by 2031, almost doubling the size of its existing fleet. For details on these and other breaking news, read the full stories at www.industrialinfo.com. I'm Peggy Tuck, reporting for Industrial Info News. Merry Christmas. <music>